I'll let you know what it's. I'm gonna eat some gummy worms, some sour gummy worms. I'm gonna, gonna put some like. dirt in your eye. No. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say that to Sam? He's be like, I'm gonna put some dirt in your eye. Maybe. All right, we're, we're alive, up. Dude. Go for it. We're alive. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Welcome to the first episode of 2022, starting off with a bang with Sir Cody. We are reviewing Spider-Man No Way Home. We are. Uh, if, if you watched the um, award show, you would have seen that we included Spider-Man No Way Home in the award show. Um, and that's because Spider-Man came out in 2021, but uh, due to the timing of everything, of when I could go see it and things like that, um, we decided to discuss a little bit about where it should go, but we didn't actually share any of our feelings about the movie. Um, but we just thought it should be included in the 2021 award show. But it will be in our 2022 rankings, which we have provided fabulously right under Cody's face. It's going to so, grow. I'll make it a little fancier. Yeah, it'll it'll grow out and we'll, we'll uh, see past movies that we reviewed and how they stack up. Um, and it's just a good reference for when we're reviewing movies. Um, but without further ado, let's go into probably the best movie to come out in 2021. Spider-Man. Mm. You, you Cody, just take it away. <laughs> okay, first of all, saying best movie, comparing it to a lot of other things we've seen this year, that's uh, some high praise you got there. Um, what are we going to say first? Let's talk about the, uh, you know, the, I think there's something that is very pertinent when it comes to this movie. Let's talk about it right away. I want to start not with the plot, not with the characters. I want to talk with about the uh, quality of the CGI. Because um, mm -hmm. it's been a while since I've seen it now. Uh, I've watched a lot of clips on YouTube. You know, the theater, illegal theater clips. Rewatching my favorite moments. Yep. And the longer... Now that it's been a long time since I saw it and, like, the nostalgia has faded, I can be honest in saying that, you know, I think I'm, I'm seeing the same CGI problems in this movie that we had with Black Widow. I don't think it ruins it at all, but it's, like... Ah, there's like some moments that, you know, okay, full spoiler warnings. Here's a few moments where it's very noticeable. When Andrew jumps through into the room, when Andrew yep. Garfield appears, he has no neck. Okay? It's all. And the weirdest thing is. It's Wait, a, he doesn't have a neck? Yeah, if you look up the shots, he's very buff and he has very little neck. And it's because it's completely CGI Andrew. So everyone's like, why is he CGI? If all he's doing is jumping from one place to another. Why is he in his suit, which they have on set, CGI? Um, so it's probably th that's the biggest one. Uh, just curious on your thoughts on the CGI in this movie. Um, I'm trying to. F I, I want to find the reference shot. I think I found what you're talking about. Yeah, and they. By the way. Um. I don't. Well, I can't find. You'll have to show me. So later. yeah, I'll show you, but. but it's very noticeable if you put it side by side. It's really weird that his Spider-Man 2 movie has better CGI than this. I don't know if it's because of, like, budgeting, rushing it. I'm not sure. But his suit yeah. his suit looks way better, even in CGI shots in The Amazing Spider-Man 1, than it does in this movie. 
and like you can see it clearly in his lenses they don't reflect light in this movie they're just white but in the other movies they're right. very real so it was so like i see a lot of people upset that they went with cgi shoots uh suits in shots that could have clearly been practical um and what's funny about that shot i feel like a lot of people have seen this now while the movie was still in theaters they have changed that shot so he appears differently now it's still the same thing him jumping through that corner of the room but uh-huh. they changed the angle and they actually made him a little taller so you can actually see more of his neck and he's not as oddly muscular but i the- when i first saw him maybe they changed it between the time they you well, saw it at the time that I saw they pro- it. Because... You probably got the new one, but even the new one is weird because if you pay attention, his arm completely goes through the bookshelf he's next to. Like they 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 basically fixed one thing and made another huge mistake. <laughs> so because when I was watching it, well, first I thought it looked odd. Anyway, yeah, that's like because just the setting that he was in, it was a high contrast setting compared to what the house was. Yeah. And I also thought the perspective was weird because it looked like we were sort of looking at him. Like, I don't know. I almost didn't even recognize that that was his Spider-Man when he turned around. Just I, because I thought that whole whole scene was a little odd. I recognized um, him, but the weird thing was just like, I was like, why Why did they make his suit CGI for that shot? It could They had his actual suit on set. They could have just made him run in a direction on a green screen. And made it practical. I don't know why they went with the harder route that well, didn't look as realistic. Couldn't they literally just take a green screen, like cut a hole and then wrap it in a green screen and then put a green, like just everything is a yeah, green screen, no, the, just in there and he can just run forward on the. If you, I mean, we're no, we don't know CGI, but like, I mean, if you look at how good his suit looks in Amazing Spider-Man Two in the final fight with Electro, it's so uh-huh. weird how mushy his suit looks in this one. So that was, you know, I don't think that impacts the story. It's definitely noticeable, though, but... Yeah. You know, that was just my, uh... That was probably... I want to get that big complaint out of the way now. I feel like with the amount of hype this movie was getting, and they knew it, that they would put a lot of budget on that. Or at least... I think think people... Um... Were probably clouded by the fact that it was... Crossover, you know? Like yeah. they really enjoyed seeing Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield and stuff, so Oh yeah, it didn't they were sort of clouded that. by the fact that they were you know, it was the CGI probably slacked a bit. That's why that's why like I didn't really care until like, you know, a week or two after and I was rewatching. I'm like, huh. You know, that all that's you're right, all that stuff kinda made you forget about it for the most part. Other than yeah, that when I was watching it like, I just didn't really think about the CGI. Like, there was some stuff that I was kind of like, eh, like, you know. It, yeah. Like, but I wasn't really paying attention to that. I was paying attention to the story, what they were talking about, and, you know, like, just being in the moment, I, th- I think. I, I, we, we don't have oh, to do, yeah. like, a second no. watch through to really pick it. But, like, definitely this is, like, in the moment we watched this and this is how we felt. Oh, yeah, it was great. The best part was going, I don't know if your theater was like this, but mine was, like, you know, clapping and screaming when stuff happened. And I always loved that for Marvel movies. Dude, you know what? My theater looked like it was booked, but there was really nobody there. Huh. I ended up sitting next to a family and their kids were kind of being whatever. Well, Um, it might have been because of the whole new covid 
thing we're going through. Maybe the theater was a bit not as packed as it had planned to be. But it was a fairly quiet theater, which I like. I don't mind uh, a quiet theater. I don't. I also don't mind like the Marvel ones, but like I just I haven't had that experience of like people like woo, like they get all excited about. You know, something what about you didn't you didn't get an early showing of like Endgame or something or Infinity War? No, I never been to the early showings for the fact that they're packed. Yeah, that it was I especially just, for like... especially for Infinity War and Endgame. Those were insane. I mean, you can hear the theaters screaming from outside. But uh, that's great. Yeah, it's I, it's like I a f- never. You, know, you can see it, you know, some people will be like, it ruins the movie, I can't hear what they're saying. But, like, for the most part, if you're, it's, it's like a fun community thing, you know. You'll, you know, you can see it yeah. again in a, in a quiet nighttime show if you're really that into it. You know, if you're going early, you got to expect, if it's like a big blockbuster, you got to expect the, the crowd that's loud and it's, right. it's awesome. I, I just, yeah. I mean, normally when I, my thing is, like, I want to go see this, I don't know, maybe it's just the way that I watch movies, but... Um, yeah, well, I mean, for the most part, you know, I think for Dr. Strange's CGI, like, I did pay attention to that. Oh, those were all good. I didn't see, nothing um, stood out to me for that. Well, it's been a while, too, but. Yeah, the things that they've been doing for, they should have the stuff for Dr. Strange, like, in a thumb drive. Basically, like, it's all the same stuff. Like, it's it's all the same effects. I don't see why they have to. Uh, it looks good, though. Continuously make new ones of that. But yeah, it looked good. Um, so let's go and talk about. Well, you can say the get... same thing about like Spider Man's webs or Iron Man's weapons. You know, they're the same. Yeah. But yeah. But uh, um, we... let, let's get into the nitty gritty of the of the story and sort of what we thought. Um, obviously, it's it's a movie that is nostalgic for us personally. So talk about your experience with the story and, and the movie for you. Um, let's see. I, I, I like the story a lot. I think it was interesting. I, I, you know, I, the ending is what really brought it all together for me. Like, I like the idea of Peter's like, we got to make everyone forget. I think it was an interesting plot idea. Um, you know, even this, even, you know, it's simpler than it seems, the plot. There's really not a lot to it besides like, you know, make everyone forget. We accidentally brought everyone here who actually didn't forget. You know what I mean? Or who does know who Peter is. Right. Uh, actually, it's the villains that are really, I feel like, the best part of this movie. Doc Ock was amazing. Yeah. Who was your favorite villain in this? Doc. Oh. I'm going to guess it's going to have to be between Doc and Green Goblin. Well, growing up, like whenever I would watch um, Green Goblin and those like those movies with those villains, yeah. Green Goblin always scared me as a kid. Yeah, he was <laughs> like really he cool. would always have those like scary scenes. Um, but I liked how I liked the arc of Doctor Octopus. Like, yeah, I thought yeah. that was really well done. I thought he had a great balance between. Um, the the comedic and the serious and just seeing him like even in their first fight when they run into each other it's just like more of like a they're confused and like he's just fighting and 
Um, I just thought it was a good dynamic. No, yeah, it was um, really cool. I also loved when they were all talking about who died. And, you know, it gets all really dark. And when, when Doc Ock's in the cell and he's like, you're going out there to fight ghosts. It's like, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so what did you... I'm, I'm assuming you probably think Green Goblin is... I'm going to assume that's your favorite. But tell me about... I, I, I liked them all a lot. I think... You know, that scene where where Peter sees Doc Ock at, for the first time, you know, and not Peter, uh, like, well, Peter. <laughs> Peter, Peter. Uh, to- <laughs> Toby, when Toby Maguire and him interact for the first time again, and he's, like, holding the arc reactor, he's like, the power of the sun, and Toby goes in the palm of your hand, like the, old, like the second Spider-Man movie. Yeah. And then how he's like, how have you been? And Toby says... Um, trying to do better, and that's the first thing he ever said to him when they met in Spider-Man Two. Yep. So that was there's a lot of things like that, um, like Green Goblin when he comes back in the final fight and he throws the grenades right before that. When they show Toby like his same face when he gets the phone call in the first movie, you hear mm-hmm. Go- Goblin goes, um, "Can the Spider-Man come out to play?" <laughs> that's what he said to him on the phone in the first Spider-Man movie. So. Are these all things you knew prior to this, or did you the doc the doc the doc Ock one I knew. I totally forgot about the phone call with the with the first one because we I me and a bunch of my coworkers have been like talking about and rewatching all the other Spider Man movies before this, so it was like a really awesome build up. Hmm. I feel like, I mean, I feel like it warrants a rewatch. Oh yeah, but... there's a lot of hidden things. Yeah, like there's a lot to. I mean, I don't remember the other Spider-Mans like to a T. Um, so like a lot of the stuff you're mentioning just kind of goes over my head. But um, see those little I, things. I, I kind of like, found oh. Sandman was sort of just like there. Well, the actor wasn't you know? actually there either. What do you mean? Like he wasn't. The actor wasn't on set. If so he, then, how did they? They didn't show him. The only thing they showed at the end of the movie when he like goes back to being normal, that's a shot directly out of Spider-Man 3. What happened to him? They just they didn't have him on set. They only had him for voice lines, I think. But why not just have him? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know the reason. But if you look at the spot if you look at Spider-Man 3 and compare it to that shot at the end, it's the same exact thing. When he like gets melt when when Toby Spider-Man pours like water on him, and he starts dissolving. They just changed that shot to make it him going back to normal. Um, what? Hold on, I gotta. That's so weird. Yeah, I don't know the reason. I never checked. Hold on, maybe we can get something off of Reddit here. Yeah, so there's somebody saying they reused shots from Spidey 3 for his human scene. Same with Lizard. Mm. Um, that's that's really weird. Yeah, I don't know why. But like, even though his, like even his character like in that movie, he just seemed very nonchalant. Like, yeah, I'm just gonna be here, you know. Like it was he didn't like, and then basically when. Uh, Goblin goes rogue, like, he just leaves. Like, he wasn't bad to begin with. Like, I think Sandman, he's just confused. Well, no, yeah, yeah. in the in the third Spider-Man, he, he became good at the end. 
Like, he wasn't bad. He was just trying to do right by his daughter. Yeah. Um, even, yeah, even somebody on Reddit's saying, like, Sandman and Lizard are both pretty bleh. Yeah, no, they are. And, they and are. Sandman's motives were weird, and they didn't really explain that. Like, it definitely became... They're just... Inc- I think they should have just did Doc Ock, Green Goblin, Electro... I don't know, I like Sandman. Does that cover does that cover all the movies? Because Electro's and then I guess like Lizard was alright. Yeah, Lizard's cool. I, I like Lizard and like, he was awesome in the But like, Sandman, he was amazing. Like, <laughs> what what so. were they trying to accomplish with that? Like so they had Well they were Doc just trying Ock to go Toby. home. Like they had three three from Toby's movies and two from Andrew's. Yeah, because that's how many movies they had. They had, but one, they, they, they could have brought Rhino in there. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a mess. I don't know how they would have how would they would have done it. Because in Andrews, he's not like genetically a Rhino. It's just a suit. Yeah, just an angry guy in a suit. Um, what what if they had Rhino like he gets into the universe and then he well, finds no, if Stark, you... he finds Stark technology and he makes. He makes the micro rhino suit and it like forms to his body. Like uh, <laughs> no. So you go write it down, write it down. You know, you know, I found. What do you think about MJ's performance? Zendaya. I think Zendaya is a great actress. Um, but lately her roles have been very monotone. Exactly. MJ was so like. Hi, how are you? Yeah, like, alright, Peter. Let's and, go. And her, even her and Dune. I know, like, and Dune. Well, we it's saw the same her. Thing. We saw her for like I don't know what a collective of five minutes in Dune. Yeah. And she, even then, like she didn't say much. She was very monotone. You know, it, it yeah, was exactly. uh, a a bland performance. I mean, I don't know what they're trying to accomplish with this with MJ, like. For Toby, or not for Toby, for um, Tom Holland's Spider-Man, but it's just—it's weird because the last time we saw a love interest in Spider-Man was Gwen Stacy, and she was so fun and crazy and goofy, and she was an interesting character, always getting in trouble by accident. And now it's just like, "Hi, how are you? Hi." Yeah, she doesn't really it's do like, much. Like she's just like there because yeah. of Tom Holland. Like, yeah, and it's like. You see how, like, you see her like that, and you're like, I don't see the connection here. People were telling me before I saw this, people were saying, like, when you see this movie, if you also didn't see the connection between the two characters in the first two of his Spider-Man movies, the third one would convince you. And it did a little bit. It definitely did, but... Yeah. um, It's also, like, yeah, so this is sort of the first movie where we actually see Tom Holland, like forming spider-man like i i saw a lot of things where people were saying oh he's like finally struggling like but he's well, struggling definitely. like he's like struggling with a lot like they're like okay you know he's grieving well, tony stark as sort of like his uncle ben but then they flipped the script and were like nope we're actually gonna uh you know spoiler kill off aunt may and that sort of becomes his Uncle Ben moment, you know, like that's. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Uncle. I don't think it's. I don't think Tony was his Uncle Ben moment. Well, I mean, because I had the same problem with Tom Holland's Spider-Man movies. Was like, I watched a lot of videos on this, and like the reason Tobies are so 
good is because he actually has like he has nobody anyone he like if he, he has to choose between spider-man and having people he lives alone in an apartment if he chooses having peter life people die if he has a, he chooses spider-man his loved ones like kind of forget about him right and there's like a lot of weight but the yeah. like my problem with homecoming and far from home where they were kind of like laughy goofy mcu spider-man like Tony, yeah. like he doesn't he doesn't have the uncle ben yet he doesn't like he doesn't need to make a suit anymore he gets tech gifted to him every day so he had no responsibility so i feel like that's what i like about this one is it kind of like finally i mean it took three movies to do it but it feels like we're actually going to get his next three movies will actually be like grounded like spider-man yeah a, a police scanner in an apartment with a suit he made with a sewing machine like which this this could probably be the beginning of the more traditional spider-man that we're used to seeing yeah which i hope but like we're also getting more in depth like you know it, it used to follow the formula like one two three and then you know maybe andrew will get another shot hopefully at, hopefully. at another spider-man but there's a lot of hints you know that were dropped in like in terms of the venom stuff and things like that which i still have to watch venom i have not watched it um and I have to watch Carnage. Um, so I have to take the time to watch both of those. But uh, end credit scene, you know, they've talked about the Venom stuff. But now we're, we're going to start seeing more of, like, I guess, the Spider-Man we're used to. Yeah. And But now they're, like, they're also coming out with the next wave of Avengers, too. Yeah, like now, Avengers. Now a lot of stuff is, is coming out. So we'll, we'll have to see where this all goes. Uh, it's too much, but, um, my head. It's too much. So I want to. So you. A lot of people think Andrew Garfield stole the show. Well, a lot oh, of people yeah. say he stole the show. Um, I think that too. He was but, incredible at. He did some incredible acting. I. I really like Doctor Strange. <laughs> He's barely movie. in it. He's barely in it. <laughs> I I just like when he was in it. No, yeah, he's he great. Was, Benedict Cumberbatch he center, is amazing. He was the center of attention in the movie. Like, whenever he was on the screen, he was just the center. Like, he was doing something that you just had to pay attention to every time. Like, it's a little bit Doctor I mean? Strange bias coming out here. <laughs> well, just, nah, he's an amazing. He's, I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch is perfectly, perfectly casted for that role. There's no one else who would be better at it than Benedict Cumberbatch. I just, I just like his character is just so good and it's it's nice to see him sort of like interacting just like more casually i guess like you just sort of see more of his knowledge knowledge um what (laughs) kind of bothered me is ned annoying like like ned with the ring and like he just can suddenly go like oh like i'm just gonna start you know making the circle and then boom like he just has the ability to do that well i think there were i think it was kind of setting up Ned to be. I thought it was setting up Ned to be more important, but then we're like, forget about him, <laughs> literally. <laughs> like, yeah, like he can only open it. He, like, it takes. It took Doctor Strange forever to to be able to like wield those powers. Yeah, but he and he didn't understand Ned it. Just yet. Ned just picks up the ring and like all of a sudden he can just start doing it. Yeah, but okay, two things. First of all. He, Doctor Strange had a lot of reasons for why he couldn't do it at first. He was like spoiled. He didn't. He didn't actually believe it was real. 
Uh, he had the wrong, his hands were broken. I mean, there were so many <laughs> things leading to why Doctor Strange took a long time. But Ned was kind of like, it didn't work at first. He had to keep trying. But then even Doctor Strange was like, hmm, nice job, kid. You know, like, I see potential. <laughs> maybe I'm just jealous because I want to do it. Yeah, I mean. Maybe, maybe cool. I just want to be, like, out of all the powers I could have. You'd be Doctor I Strange? Do- I want Doctor Strange's powers. Really? I would, um... Because it's not something that is. I would. I would probably have an. I would have an Iron Man suit plugged in and charging in my room. <laughs> like your superpower, just the a... Iron Man suit. Yeah, I'd be the you mechanic. Can right now, you can have it right now. I'd be the mechanic, man. And I have. Like, the, I'd have the the uh, briefcase suit too for when I go places. I imagine, but you know how heavy that is. No, no. Um, Lightweight. You saw him carrying it in the movie. So, oh, this, so back to the CGI thing. And this was something that I just absolutely love about Doctor Strange as well. And every time that I see his either his movie or just when he's doing his his like magic, hmm. the the train scene, I love when they go into that like three D dimension with like the glass yeah. and like everything just like gets inverted. Love that. Like all those, I think they spent the most money on those shots. I think that's why a lot of the like like Andrew suit yeah, looks you can bad tell. and things yeah. like that because like they spent so much money just working on Doctor Strange's shots that like that train scene looked really good. Mm. All that stuff looked really good. And that's I think where a lot of the focus went, which is why they kind of probably like probably, eh. probably. But but if that was the case, then they should have just used and It was weird because I mean, I don't think screen. this is weird, but like also Doc Ock's arms were also CGI. Yeah, they were, and they were practical in the in Toby's movies. So the budget, I have a budget estimate. Yeah, let's hear this. Two hundred million. That's a lot, right? I don't know. <laughs> what is a lot for a movie budget? Well, no, just look up another Marvel. Just go look up Far From Home. Look up Far From Home. That had some crazy. Movie, ha- so movie budgets can average one hundred million for a big budget film. Look up Far From Home. That had really crazy water effects. That was 160 million. Okay. So they had 40 million more. And those water effects were pretty good. In Far From Home, those were insane. Yeah, I I saw the the program they used to make that. That one was pretty good. But they had 40 million more, and that's. I don't know. Maybe maybe they just really spent it all on on the train scene. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe they spent it all on on uh, Matt Murdock trying to get him to look blind. That was so like <laughs> me and my I went with a friend. We both lost it when he appeared, and like some people in the theater did, but then the rest were like, "Huh, who's this guy?" Like, but it was like, "Oh my!" Because oh, he's dude. my he's one of my favorite comic book characters, he's so and good. the guy who plays him, Charlie Cox. Yeah, yeah. no one like he is perfectly so precise. Yeah, he's so precise. So perfectly like, casted for that role. Nails that. Yeah. And now I feel like, so what? There's a dare, there's a Daredevil movie, which is horribly made. I think that's with. But um, I I've seen the TV show, which is really good. Netflix. Um, yeah. Yeah. That first season's amazing. The whole season, all the seasons are great. Yeah. And now they're sort of they're slowly mingling everything together. So Hawkeye, they mentioned Kingpin. Um. And they're sort of slowly bringing all the stuff together. I just like really want to see 
Daredevil like on on a movie screen. I just I want to see that because yeah, they said so he's going to be getting a big power boost, and he's apparently opposed to appear in She Hulk. Interesting. Yeah, they said he's going to be a little bit more powerful than in Netflix. But like his, what are I mean? I don't, his. No, I meant like he's not. He doesn't have powers besides no. his senses. But I think they mean like, I mean, look at look at Falcon. He, he doesn't have super soldier serum, but he does some pretty crazy punches. You know what I mean? Like, he's not getting a boost. But they mean for the big screen, he's going to be dealing a little bit more damage. You know what I'm saying? They say that he has superhuman senses, echolocative yeah. radar sense. Yeah. But they're not, they're not saying he's going to get a superpower in in the marvel universe he's saying that you know netflix is really brutal like he gets beaten up too i think they're going to be straying away from how brutal he is in the netflix show which sucks no but i like that i know that's why nef that's why i liked netflix having its own marvel thing because they can do what they wanted they can keep it like jessica jones was so good and they kept all those shows really gritty really good and like those hallway fight scenes with him and he's you know getting beaten up just as much as you know he's falling over them and then throwing a random punch you know it's yeah it's more it's more true to life yeah um whereas like some of this other stuff you can sort of get lost in like the fictional side of it um okay so we mentioned andrew garfield let's just talk about toby and andrew and their performances and what what we thought of them because obviously that was the big hype around this well, whole movie. Two two things right away. Um, I'll start off with Andrew. Is his scene where he talks about losing Gwen, hit the emotion on Andrew Garfield's face. I actually recently watched parts of the Social Network with Andrew Garfield. You know that movie? What? The Social Network with Andrew Garfield. It's about yes. fa- it's about Facebook. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I he just he won an award for that other. He just most he did another movie on Netflix recently about a uh, look up it. Tick 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 boom. Was it about the John John Larson? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I watched that. That's I I love that movie. Yeah. So apparently he's winning a lot of awards. Amazing actor, and you can really see it with his emotions that he's showing on screen um, when he's talking about. Gwen, and then that moment when he catches MJ, and yeah. he, you know, and he asks her if she's okay and all that. That was just so. That was emotional. That was probably the most emotional moment in the movie for me. That was. Uh, that was really good. Yeah, because Tom Tom Holland fumbles it. <laughs> yeah, and like that was a redemption moment for for Andrew. Yeah, you know. And so like yeah. you fi- you finally get like the the. The ending, like if we don't get another Spider-Man for him, it's a good ending it's to his. It's a good way to you know, close off. Yeah, yeah and like character. have his character finally forgive himself. But I think if people really want another, well, people want another like the third yeah. Spider-Man movie. I think they should. Why? Why would they not do it? I, I think at this like point, easy, yeah, it's an easy money grab for them. It would kill in so. the box office. I think. I think it would too. Because I think the way they're setting it up, hopefully, I was hoping that Andrew Garfield's would be the one that gets Venom. Because if you look at, like, um, where Mobius, Morbius is and all that, they look really dark yeah. and gritty, and it looks like Andrew Garfield's world. Um, so. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd also like to, I mean, like, we can do with more. I'd like also like to see another Toby one where he's, like, you know, 
getting married to MJ soon and like something crazy is going on around the wedding and she's like, you know, you're always focused on your Spider-Man stuff, not me. (laughs) Well, you know, something. Um, No, they were both really good. I like, that's the one thing I will like. I don't think the first half of this movie probably won't see again, but I will probably just when it, when it's out on Blu-ray, I'll just for random funsies, look on YouTube and watch all the clips with the three of them together. I I agree that the first half of this movie was a little slow. Yeah, and you know it was not to say it wasn't good, but like after that after that third act, I, the rest of it was just like, huh? Oh yeah, that happened too. You know? Yeah. It was like, yeah. So, I mean, all really I'm... good. It's a really good Spider-Man. Probably definitely the best of Tom Holland's, but you know I wasn't fond of the first two, so. How do you th- what do you think of Toby's performance? You know, after 20 years of not playing the character, you know, I think it was really cool. He, I think, I, I, watching interviews, he was really enthusiastic. Seeing, yeah. my, my favorite thing was that conversation they had. Well, okay, the lab scene was really funny, but also when they're just talking about, like, the biggest villains they fought, and there's like, oh, the crack in the back thing. Because I, yeah. I, I don't know if you know about the, the, the my back reference. You know what that means? No. So that moment where he's like, you know, it's just it's my back from all the swinging. I guess remember that. Yeah. That, that has two. That has two things behind it. Cause one, he actually did hurt his back in the second Spider-Man movie. When he's like running and he's like, I'm back, I'm back, and then he falls <laughs> and he's like, my back. <laughs> but it's also, that's not it. It's also a huge reference because it was either the third Spider-Man movie or for a fourth one. He did not come back because of a back injury on another film. And they wanted him to do all his stunts. And so there was this... If you... Literally during the time of production for Toby's movies, there was... It was like big news that you know, because of his back injuries, he wasn't doing another Spider-Man or he didn't want to come back to do another Spider-Man. So it was kind of like huh. a... Du- it was like a double reference, which was really funny. All Speaking of doing their own stunts, Willem Dafoe... Did, did all, all of his, his own stunts. Yeah, I know. It was crazy. Dude, that... What, he? we said he was 65, right? Like, when we were speaking about it? Yeah, it was like... That is crazy. Yeah, because that's... He said it was the only way to add depth to his character. He didn't want to be a cameo. He wanted to be a full... That he... Because if you watch in, interviews with William Defoe, he's really big on... He's not there to, like, make money. He His main goal is to, like... And I, this is quoting him, to, like, bring the director's vision or art to life. And he didn't see a point in doing the character again unless it actually brought something to that character. So he's like, unless it adds something new to my character, I'm not interested. And so he's like, I'm not doing a cameo. This has to be a full role. Um, so it's just crazy. Yeah, that he did his own. Like I just, yeah, that no, he's he, dedicated. He, he nailed that role. I know, I know. Like, he's, just returning and bringing the whole character like, back. Like it's like he just he never like left. Dude, all character. his lines. Like he's like strong enough to have it all. Too weak to take it. And then he like slam him, slams him. He's yeah, he's brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Like, brilliant. He, he he was the scariest. You know, there's this. I see a meme where he's punching him. You know, and he's just smiling and laughing, and people uh-huh. are like, "That's the moment he realized like Green Goblin was more dangerous than Thanos." 
<laughs> like, <laughs> like, but how can he take that many punches like that? Well, he has a serum too. That's the thing. He was because in the I think in the foot, yeah oh no yeah it's coming back yeah he yeah was it, it was with all that stuff. yeah because he was trying to get the same product. Spider Man was doing a thing. Same product. <laughs> like the same... Hey, give me give me some of that product. No, no, same Spider Man. Like the end product, you know, the same serum. Give me that product. Okay. What are you using your hand? I got this mind goblin. That's <laughs> 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 so stupid. <laughs> mind goblin, these nuns. <laughs> Stupidest movie. Well, why don't we go into the, uh, you know, why don't we go into the ratings over here? All right, um, the ratings. So we have well, two wait, very... Is there any, is there anything else we wanted to mention? Um, anything else we want to go over here? I guess real quick, I'll just talk about oh, this... what I thought about Toby yeah. and, and Andrew. Yeah, and then go, um, and then you lead that right into um, the suit. Let's talk about that final suit. And then we'll go oh, yeah. over to the reviews. Um, okay, so Andrew... Um, yes, he, he, a great actor, one of my favorite actors as well. Um, so I think his performance was obviously great. Um, I don't really have much to add on to what you said. Um, Toby, he was very reserved in, in this one. Like I kind of almost forgot he was there sometimes. Um, but I think his goal for the role was just to not stand out. Like, he's probably just, like, a really tired, older Spider-Man that's just kind of like, eh, you know, I'll help out and do whatever. Question. But, like, what? Wouldn't you say his Peter Parker in his movies were also that way, though? Like, quiet and reserved? And he yeah. did yell. He, 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 he does do, like, a, a unique... Peter Parker. Yeah, it's like a nerdier, quieter Peter Parker. Reserved. Yeah. No, so I think it was true to his character, but I agree with you. Andrew had the opportunity to steal it. And it was interesting that we saw Toby and Andrew together a lot more than we saw Tom interacting with them. You know what? Like, did you know? Like, I like they that. would. Toby and Andrew were always talking more together, and like Tom was just off doing something. Well, that's like, because that's because they got there. Like, the two of them found each other prior to finding Tom, knowing they were the visitors coming to help this younger Spider-Man. Like, they were the mentors trying to get him not to do what they did. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think there was a lot of moments where, especially in that final fight scene, when they both noticed Goblin fighting Tom alone. Yeah. I think that... Oh, my dog's getting yelled at. Um, That's, like, a moment where... You know, they look at each other and they're like, well, what do we do? We don't want him to make this mistake, you know? But I like that because it's also, you know, I still see Andrew Spider-Man as the one who took Toby's place. So seeing them interact is kind of what I want more. Like, I'd rather have them interact than just, like, leave Tom alone. <laughs> um, uh, okay, know. and then the suit. Yeah. Um, can you pull up a photo of it? Sure, sure. Let's go. Let's, let's get that. Um Pull up a photo. Um. It's probably a screaming, angry dad in the back of our podcast now. That's okay. I can't, I can't hear him. Anyway, okay. So. That's good. Now you're just pointing it out. He's angry. <laughs> He's angry. <laughs> um. 
Okay, this isn't really a clear shot, but it's. I think it's the best I can do under these circumstances, buddy. So, <laughs> um, you're going to have to work with me on this. Um, I wish we could get like a side-by-side -side of all three of them. but I know. Well, there is the promo I can pull up of their suits. But is it the new one? Oh, the new one? No. I want it to be the new one. Where's the freaking... There you go. And here you go. That's the shot of the suit. I'm just wait, I'm just waiting for it to come Ooh. up on them. I like oh. it. It's so clean, you know. Oh. And the shimmering, it's like just... how shiny the blue sections are, you know. But that's just like. I think the main problem was like we look at Andrew and Toby and we're like, that's the Spider-Man's. Like we Spider-Man's. And then t Tom Holland's Spider-Man is like, okay, like he's like an Avenger Spider-Man, whatever. Like, we didn't really connect with him on the level that we connected with Toby and Andrew. And I feel like but that's what now, I like is this movie got us that connection we finally needed, you know? But now with this suit, it's like now we can now we can finally like that's the classic Spider-Man. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it's nothing like weird or. Like, he doesn't have any robotics suits or anything. Yeah, like, I mean, I still think personally that, like, Andrew Garfield's suit from the second is my favorite because that's the most comic book accurate to the amazing right. Spider-Man. Like, oh, you know what? Here, I'll show this on stream. I don't know if it's going to show up on, if you'll be able to see it, but I have this comic book that I've had for a long time on my wall. I don't even know what year it is. I have to take it out, but I don't want to take it out. 1936. This is... Uh, Okay, yeah, it's like the classic suit, you know. I mean, he's upside down. I can show the comic upside down; you'll be able to see him better. So the classic suit is what? Just bigger eyes. Well, this is this is Web of Spider-Man. So I mean, don't forget in the comic book world, there's like I don't know. Like you look at Batman; there's like ten different Batman comics being written at once and releasing every week. You know, by different direct different writers and artists. So yeah, there's not like there is like a prime, but like Ultimate Spider-Man was my favorite, which is the Ultimate Universe, which was which ran from two thousands, early two thousands to like two thousand twelve was like Ultimate Universe, and that's what the universe Miles Morales is from. And then he got transported to the main one by accident. Um, hmm. So there's so many different versions. There's really no correct one. It's, you know. Yeah. But, like, Andrew's is very reminiscent of, like, this. Like, very cartoony but darker comic book look. Yeah. And I I like Tom Holland's suit a lot because it's just... I What I love is I this see... New, this new one. Yeah. I love that yeah. you see the inspirations from the other two Spider-Men, you know? And that he's... Yeah. And that's the that's really cool. Um, it's just Tom Holland as a Peter Parker. I just, you know, sometimes I struggle with it. But well, I mean, even Andrew and Toby said that they're sort of he he's a, a good mix of the two. Yeah, like yeah. he he plays them both decently well. Mm. Um, and I agree with that. I like Tom Holland as an actor. I think he's really no, good. he's a, he's a really good actor, but sometimes he's just not Peter Parker enough for me he's he's like yeah he'd be like too chiseled sometimes yeah or, yeah like, yeah but i feel like that's not really his intent like i mean he's just a good looking guy yeah at the end of the day but... hey, what's he gonna do it's not his fault <laughs> like 
I'm handsome. I can't help it. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> oh my god! But yeah, this new suit. Yeah, it's I clean. Like, it's I really like clean. It. It's really good. I, I'm happy they, we're gonna be getting just like. That was my big thing at the end of the movie. The reason I was so happy was like no more hand holding, no more to like Tony Stark toys. This is like I have a police scanner, I have a small apartment I can barely afford. I'm in the middle of New York. My suit is made myself with a sewing machine. It's just you know, it's Yeah. It's how it should have started. <laughs> but we're right, finally yeah. we're finally here. <laughs> He should have, yeah, it really should have been... I think it's because people so badly wanted MCU Spider-Man. And I feel like a lot of people now are like, all right, let him be on his own again. Yeah. They just wanted that payoff of like... It's a good progression. It's a good progression. Yeah, like he realized... They knew what they were doing. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, everything worked out the way it was supposed to. Let's hop into the ratings. (laughs) Let's hop into the ratings because this is the craziest... Where are we starting? Go to IMDb. Okay. Um, Spider-Man's. This is a really interesting graph. All right, we're gonna go to. Um. Whoa! See, that is so. That is so biased. <laughs> like, I'm so, there's no way. We've, we've never seen a no, graph. Nothing like this. Never. With literally, basically, fifty percent as a ten. I don't believe that. I love it, but no, it's not that good. There's issues. Well, do you? What do you think about the overall, the 8.8? That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. You know, like, I'm not saying, I don't want to say what I'm going to give it yet, but a 10, 50% of people giving this a 10 out of 10, that is so much, that is 20 years of nostalgia, you know, because <laughs> they're totally, like, don't get me wrong, this movie's amazing, but if you give it a 10 out of 10, you are ignoring a lot of, like, little issues that we just mentioned in this podcast, like, reasons for the villains, yeah. CGI faults, you know. I really want to know what the 1.9% of people that gave it a 1 are thinking. I saw a lot of articles saying that this was, like, what was it, overly mediocre. Or... Someone just said, I did not like it. What is wrong with people? A bad direction. Watch a fan-made video instead. Damn. I didn't think it was that bad. No, I mean, it it does have a weird direction, though, in terms of, like, where the story goes. But I don't think that's, you know, in a bad way. It's nice to see something different when it comes to Marvel, you know? I wonder... Interesting. Now... Let me ask you a little side question, not about Spider-Man. I'm just curious. What's your favorite Marvel origin movie? Like, solo character origin movie? I'm going to guess it's Doctor Strange. It's Doctor Strange. Yeah, it's Doctor Strange. Before that, before Doctor Strange came out, I don't think I really had one. See, for me, it would be Iron none Man of, and Doctor none Strange. Of the, none of the movies really... Even Iron like, Man? It's weird. It's weird. Like, none of the movies really spoke out to me, like as much as Doctor Strange did. Not even Iron I Man. Think... No. no. Not even okay. Iron Man. Yeah, no, I would say, I, I would say, even though I'm a, like, Iron Man's my favorite Marvel character, and, you know, well, one of them, and I loved his movies, all three of them I like a lot, um, Doctor Strange had the best Marvel origin movie. Like, I saw that in theaters, 
I saw that in theaters yeah. three three times. Like yeah, he he definitely has the best. Like anytime just, someone was like, I haven't seen that yet. I'm like, come on, let's go. Well, come on. I let's mean, go. if you want to consider like growing up when I was when I was young, Hulk was my favorite. Which Hulk? Like well, Marvel, I didn't, like MCU I didn't Hulk. Grow up with. I don't think I grew up with Banner. I grew up with um, what's his face, the the one that did Incredible Hulk. Um, Wait, oh, but the, oh. But the the Hulk movie that they consider to be the origin Hulk story before. Oh, uh, with Mark um, came yeah. In. Who I th- it's funny because a lot of my friends believe like agree with me that the way Hulk looked in his first movie, he looked better, and the actor who played him was better than Mark Ruffalo. In terms yeah, like, of portraying that character, it's funny. Growing up, that was my favorite. Yeah, that movie. was a really. I love that movie too. Even though, is it mean? It's not necessarily Marvel, though. It's not. Yeah, Tony Stark's in that movie. I don't know. Well, I gotta watch it again. Yeah, I haven't like watched it since that. I was like <laughs> seven yeah, years old. Yeah, t- Tony Stark is in that movie, and he he he's at the end of it, building a team. You know, like the Avengers. Oh okay. Um, yeah, I just I was mad they changed the casting because I liked him a lot. All right, so well, Mark, um, I like Mark Ruffalo too. I, you know, yeah, Mark I just Ruffalo. don't think he's he's as gritty and as serious as I, I wanted him to be. Like I like the look of everything better in that first one. I think Mark Mark Ruffalo is like good, but sometimes they waste his his. They, I feel like they waste him because he's a really good actor, and then his character is like, oh, what's going on? Oh, oh God, you yeah. know, like and like I can't become Hulk. Like it's just <laughs> they can. Uh, so sometimes right, so sometimes what? in Marvel. I feel like a character is, has so much potential, but then they get stuck serving a plot purpose. Yeah. That's how I, I mean, feel. But Mark Ruffalo also hasn't gotten an origin story, so we don't really truly Him, know how he would play. No, he, he his origin movie is the, that Hulk movie. I know, but I'm saying, like, as him, as Bruce Banner, going through that whole process, Oh, we don't know how he would truly take the role on. We only know how he would take the role on as a part of a team. Like we never just saw him like go through that stuff. Yeah. Um, I still, if you play the Avengers, if you play the Avengers game, they're, they're, their Bruce Banner is really good. The casting. I I just couldn't, I couldn't get through it. It was just, it was horrible to play. (laughs) Oh really? I had so much fun playing that game. I just, I couldn't do it. Oh, the story's really good in it. All right, so um, I'm. I think we're both agreeing that a lot of the ratings on IMDb is nostalgia based, from fifty percent out of ten, fifty yeah, percent ten and, out of ten. And the same thing with Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, you're you're gonna your mind is gonna be blown when you see well, the Rotten. Are we done with that? Uh, well, let's see. Let's see. Um, well, I feel so for the rankings of this. I feel like we rankings. Are we? Ra- is it? Is it, are there leaves on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like for the ratings of this. We we aren't blown away that it's getting high ratings. No, an eight or a nine um, is fair. I like I like the IMDb except for this graph, which is a little crazy. Um so I mean I feel like there's not really too much to say on the rating portion of it, just because it's so expected because it's such a big crossover. Um But look at the Ron Tomatoes. Because right. okay, IMDb eight point eight. Um, Rotten Tomatoes is... 98%. Yeah. And, uh, 93. Certified fresh. Not yeah, nine, almost literally a perfect score. Yep. 
But the first review I see from is 19 minutes ago. Someone said, boring, fell asleep during the movie. <laughs> first half, maybe. Crossover comfort food with a redemption twist. Damn. It's, it's interesting people's takes on, on this movie. Because for us, we're like, wow, this movie was amazing. Like, There's so many crossover. And like, I think people... The, the people that are rating this really low sort of did not care for that fact. You know, like, they just... There's a lot of things in this movie that are forgivable. If you're a big Toby and Andrew fan, you're happy to see this crossover. If you couldn't care less about the crossovers, then you're going to be picking at everything else. So, you know, I think by no means this is a perfect movie. I just think that, you know, nostalgia is really really juicing up these ratings, you know? Even though I love it, something's something's a little fishy here. So I think these ratings, like, again, Rotten Tomatoes, we always say their ratings are never as good as IMDb. Um, I'd say these, these are a little out of proportion. A reminder uh, that screenplays are as crucial to superhero movies as casting and special effects. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I get that. Um. So, basically, a nine point three certified fresh and a nine point eight. Um, I'm I'm just gonna hop into what I would rate this. Um, you know one, what? I'm getting very hungry. I and- would. <laughs> I Two. would like these movies a lot better if um, if Ned and MJ weren't such big parts because like I I don't know if you noticed but I think there was definitely less Ned this movie because I in Far From Home I found him really annoying yeah like so like go like I'm here for Peter Parker okay <laughs> like, like, yeah he was definitely but I mean you could tell he lost weight so I mean the the talk of the town is that he's gonna become Hobgoblin. Um, I don't know. You can tell he lost a lot of weight. Um, and he's he's preparing for something. Either it's another movie role or he's Or it could just be him trying to lose weight. Because how much... How much... Oh, how much he's har- preparing for a new role. Well, dude, how much public... How much harassment do you think he gets as a celebrity? You know? Well, he's actually bald. Yeah? He's bald in, yeah. He's bald in real life. No, I meant because of his weight. It's probably one of the reasons he would lose weight is because, like, you know, I imagine, sadly, he gets a lot of harassment, you know, from being in these movies like that. Yeah. And that probably inspired him to, like, change it up. But, yeah, I did see recent photos of him, and he looks a lot better. Um, But people think he's preparing to become hobgoblin like he's getting in shape for that role well that's weird the box office grossings are wrong oh that's that's us it got over a billion now i know that yeah it made a ton of money yeah i can see him being hobgoblin i don't know how they do that but but i guess um, well people are saying that like it's alluded to um because of the color of his jacket him sort of like having these powers Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, it would be funny after that conversation of, like, do you have a best friend? Like, yeah, he died in my arms after he tried to kill me. It was tragic, honestly. <laughs> like, <laughs> so. Like, I mean, I feel like they're sort of alluding to a lot 
Um, but we'll see what where where it takes where it goes. Yeah. Um, so. All right. So let's my rating. Yeah, let's go for it, man. This is it. It's time. I feel like in the spur of the moment, when we were doing the award show, uh, what did we get this one? Best ITM movie of the year, right? We might have, but I'm going to be honest with you, man. I love this. Like, oh, you, you know me. I love Spider-Man. But out of all the movies I saw last year, I'm telling you, man, Dune blew my mind. I, like, I... <laughs> I Dune, Dune we're gonna have to like meet up and just watch again together yeah and talk about it on a live stream and yeah. talk about it exactly um, cause that movie was just ugh so good so stunning I, I forgot well this movie I mean it got it got something it was like one of the top two things yeah um I'm gonna have to I'm gonna agree with IMDB I think an 8.8 is is actually really fair mm-hmm. um I wouldn't yeah I think it's really fair. Um, definitely hit home with the nostalgia. I liked seeing, you know, Toby and Andrew in the suits again. Um, but, you know, it sort of falls flat in some of the story writing. Um, obviously, like, MJ, she could have just put a little bit more excitement into being MJ. Um, and just some some of the things... You know, like the CG work and stuff like that, too. I think 8.8 is extremely fair. Um, I'm just surprised by this graph that if 50% is 10 and 21.9 is a 9 and then only 14.9% is an 8, that the average is 8.8. Like, I mean, they break it down, obviously, like what gets what. But I think, like, based on this, I think I would agree more with, like, a 9.1. But I think eight point eight is a good like that's what I would get this. Hmm. I think that's that's fair. Let me actually pull up our I I think that without Toby and Andrew if it was yeah. ju- if it was just the villains in this movie, if it was just no Toby and Andrew, you know, there's just not a lot that would have kept me you know, I would probably would have given this movie a seven, you know. They weren't in it. Yeah. You know, I feel like Tom Holland's Spider-Man movies rely too much on MCU existing stuff and not enough Peter Parker stuff. Uh Uh-huh. So, but, you know, I'm going to have to give this an eight. I'm going to give this an eight. Whoa. (laughs) There's just some, there's some really big problems. Whoa. I was not expecting that from you. <laughs> well, you know what? I had to really think about it all today, and I was like, wow. if I let if I let Marvel and Marvel Corporation and their greed and nostalgia tricks win, I'd be like, dude, and- <laughs> Andrew and Garfield kill it. Get- <laughs> <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> Andrew and Garfield. Yes, Andrew and Garfield, Garfunkel. Andrew and Toby kill it. Um, it's just, I can't picture this being good without them in it. And you're probably saying, like, well, they're in it, so rate it. <laughs> like, rate it because they're in it. Oh, I understand. What but it's like, mean. it's like, they, I don't know. I don't know. I'm. You know what? 
Are we keeping? Is this is this staying a favorite? I mean, we listed it as a favorite on our sheet, just purely based off of you know it being. Put um, me da- put me down as an eight point five. Actually, um, you want it? You want the total to be an eight point five? No, mine. Put mine as an eight point five. We don't do it individually. We just do our our like a median. Yeah, of our two ratings. Put mine as eight point five. What do you mean? <laughs> like in our sheet, it's just an eight. It, like, do you want? Our well, what was yours? Mine was an eight point eight. I hey, agree. Are with you mine. are you okay with an eight point five? Uh, yeah. I mean, eight point five lines it up with Dune, Revenant, uh, Highwayman. Ah, uh, I. Well, now, now in that perspective, would you would you be okay with it uh, as an eight point five? Wait, Given that Revenant? Dune is an eight point five. Think long and hard about this. Wait a minute. Okay, I was like, "What's the Revenant?" I was like, "My, my, <laughs> my brain bl- blanked on that." Um. Oh Lord. Ah, uh, I I don't know. I mean, they're just so different in genre. I, like, there's so much fan service that makes you want to rate this high, but can it really compete? With like Dune, uh, yeah, put it there. Eight point five. I'm comfortable yeah, with that because okay. th- there is a lot of good stuff here that that makes that fair. I think. Um, plus, it's okay because Spider-Man, like we already went past the review. We are we don't have to go back, and you know we already did a 2021 award show, so we'll f- we can forget about this movie we now. It, <laughs> we gave it um, ITM, so our movie of the year. Okay. Which, at the time, like, when we watched it and we were on, like, the whole high of it being, like, oh, Toby and Andrew, like, all yeah. that stuff. I agree. Like, I mean, we we were fanboying about it. Yeah. I mean, we also we also gave ITM Movie of the Year to Tenet as well, so. Like, we it gave... Didn't, it wasn't a sole winner for that, t- for that title. Tenet was just... That was, that was something. That was something. Um, all right, so for the next movie... Okay, so you you have me interested in Looper because I like the whole time aspect. It's but really I good. Really, I just like I really just want to watch Matrix Resurrection, um, which I, that doesn't have to be something we review if you're not that interested in it. Um, I could just do like a sixty second. Where is it? Review Where do I on find it? it? It's on HBO. HBO Max or HBO Minimum? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's all. <laughs> Oh god! I think it's Got him. Max. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, my feet are frozen. It's so cold. Um, There's no HBO <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know what? I, I'm. I haven't seen any of the other Matrix besides the first one, which I hear is the only me, good one. Me anyway. neither. Me neither. So, but you've seen the first I one. I, saw, I think I saw the second one, maybe. Wait, you like, haven't I seen the one. the first Matrix? No, I have seen the first. Okay, one. I was gonna say. Um. Uh, we'll talk about it. I don't know. I think it's definitely something. I think you know what worries me is it's just like a we need to make money and people we haven't made one in a while. Let's let's you know redo everything and call it you know you know what I mean. Because I'm looking at reviews and stuff and they're not terrible. They're just at, you know. I think it's worth giving a shot. Yeah, I mean but, we can watch it separately and then come together. Or we can watch it together. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Uh, 
So either I mean I let's watch it on our own, and then let's let's see if we really want to, um, and then we'll do Looper next. I I I really think we'll watch that together because I want to see your reaction to things. Um, I think it's worth it. I think you're gonna like that a lot. All right, so let's do that. I'm very hungry, so I really want to go eat. You go do that. Sorry we got uh, held up on this, but uh, thank you, everyone, for watching. This has been Into the Movieverse, Spider-Man No Way Home Review. Um, uh, final eight, rating, 8.5. Yeah, let me – here, check this out. Here, I'm going to blow your mind. Blow, blow the minds. <gasps> Ready? <laughs> there it is, right on the stream. Wow, technology. Did you do it? Oh my god. It's about to god. show up. Boom. 8.5. Boom. Alright. So. Looper's next? Yes. Um, an older movie from 2012, but I think. Alright. Anyone watching, if you're going to watch our episode on Looper, go watch it. It's really good. It's on Netflix. Worth the watch. We're going to have a fun time reviewing it. I'm telling you, man. You're going to like it a lot. Alright. All right. Until next time. Until we meet again.